Welcome to another episode of Stand By Your Band. I'm Tom Takar, the Wolf of Dog Street, Bark Bark, Woof Woof, and uh, of course, for another week, I'm joined by the Prince of Snarkness himself, Tommy McNamara, the Dog of Wolf Street. How are you doing? This week, I am Scary McNamara. Oh, because of the spi- I was like, I was, I was, I'm so tired. I thought it was Halloween for a second. Time blurs together when Time you. Time is just a spooky man. That's true. <laughs> is it because the new It movie's coming out? And oh, you're trying God. to do that bit more. I'm trying. I've been doing it. Did they make that come out just so you could do that bit again? I really think they're like he's recording his album. We better put this movie out soon. <laughs> this one looks here. By the way, we should uh, introduce our guest, the hilarious Melissa Stakowski's here. Oh, thank you for having me. So uh, yeah, thanks so much for coming. You, you braved the storm. It is a treacherous rain out it's there. It's truly treacherous. But happy to be here. That's Well, we're happy to have you. What a day. How's your day going, Tommy? Terrible. Let's move that, on. Is that right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, no. My tire went flat this morning, and it was a terrible way to start You have the a day. tire? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have one tire. <laughs> I roll He's down the street. Went, I'm not even a cyclist. I just have a tire <laughs> that I roll down the street with me. It's like... You know how uh, Tom Hanks has Wilson? (laughs) I have this tire, and it went flat, which is a tire's way of dying, of course. And, of course, uh, you call it Tyra Banks. That's right. (laughs) That's right. Um, And uh, occasionally, I'll put a fat suit on it, and uh, (laughs) I'll see if people treat it differently. And the looks this tire gets... Boy, <laughs> you'd think it was wheeled around by a crazy man who was calling it its best friend. <laughs> um, no, I have a, I do have a car in uh, in Brooklyn, and it's a pain in the ass a lot of the time. And uh, today, it uh, the tire went flat in the middle of a very busy street, and uh, I was worried that I fucked it up permanently, and uh, I had to change a tire in my pajamas in front of. <laughs> Just a ton of people. Were you just moving your car for parking? I was driving it from my girlfriend's place to mine. So it was like, it wasn't like I could just run in my place and change and like come back out and re, you know, reevaluate. I had to like really deal with this in real time. (laughs) And it was, uh, it was brutal. People were walking by cheering for me. That's nice. That's kind. It felt sarcastic. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have my tire with me to support me. <laughs> uh, but no, I'm, uh, you know what? That part of the day is over. Wow, you guys really had both days. I mean, yes. intense. Were you, uh, were you doing a tour today? Melissa does Sex in the City tours for yes. yes. I was not doing a tour today. I was telling Tom about my acting class. Yes. Ooh. I'm kind of into it. More than I thought I would nice. be. I feel like I avoided taking it for a long time because I was like, I'm going to hate everyone. Uh-huh. I'm going to be paying money to just hang out with people that annoy me. And I'm just going to be in the back, like, you know, bitching to myself about everyone. And I actually, it's like made me, I think, a softer person. Oh, wow. <laughs> Where I'm just like, okay, everyone's not idiots. Or even if they are, I'm like, that's endearing. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. a, it's been nice. So <laughs> yeah. I had acting class. <laughs> Any Barry types in there? Any there are yeah, some any, murderers any yes i mean that's something you, you don't talk about a lot is that a lot of actors are murderers and uh they all bring guns to class it's crazy uh it's you know it's that's the crazy. scary part they of say it. it's about two and seven yep <laughs> that is a high number. and then the actors, actors it's in, like... set in the movie seven <laughs> spacey had something going on <laughs> yep. yeah. um, you didn't hear it from me yes <laughs> uh, wait i think I, we just did <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, that is, uh, that's great. I like the idea of if you didn't like them, that you would be in the, the back of the class just saying out loud. <laughs> you suck. People. I hate this. Why am I paying money to watch you suck? Yeah. Yeah. That's how I imagined it. <laughs> uh, we are here t- tonight, of course, to, uh, to talk about Spice Girls. I know. Pretty big day. We d- we covered Spice Girls a little bit on the live episode yes. where they, they famously won the, won the tournament, defended by Corinne Fisher. Amazing! And, uh, she really is a fan as well. She yes. made a big We've poster board. If you haven't listened, to <laughs> <laughs> she put in the most effort that anybody has ever put in, compared to everyone else who puts in almost no effort. Yes, yes. her and Shalewa have put in the most effort, and Shalewa's effort was like putting on a a, a, a dress swan. once, yeah, yeah a oh swan dress, which was nice. But everybody else puts no effort in and sure. uh, often mocks the concept of the show. <laughs> <laughs> I wear these shoes. That's my effort. This these are Spice Girl ish shoes. They are Spice Girl ish. Nice. Yeah. And thanks. that is the new show from Anthony Anderson. Spice Girl ish. Spice yep. Girl ish. <laughs> They're getting Spice so specific. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, let's talk about your thoughts on Spice Girl. Let's so, go right away with yes. the big question Who's your favorite? Oh, God. I mean, when Between I was growing up, like Jeffy. I mean, <laughs> which time do you like? Oh, God, don't make me choose. Sophie's no, choice. Please don't answer. <laughs> <laughs> it will hurt us both. <laughs> I know. I feel I'm hurt for both of you already. <laughs> I mean, I think I always liked Jerry the best just because she seemed like the most fun. She had big tits. I thought that <laughs> was great. I was just like, she's really cool. Posh, I found very like kind of boring at the yes, time, yes. but really grew into loving her as like after Spice Girls culture. Mm. I like her a lot. Like now, I think because of the Beckham family, I'm right. very into Posh now. Scary, I thought was always just super fun. Like I remember. I loved like she's always sticking her tongue. Like the tongue ring really was exciting to me as a, you know, an eight year old. This is the thing I was like kind of researching all this. First of all, got very emotional watching these clips of like spice world. Yeah, that was crazy. I was just thinking about like how they are so blatantly sexual and upfront about it, which is why I love them now. And I think love them then. But I remember my mom being like a little pissed about it. When I was like so into it or like, you know, there's some of the songs I sent you, you know, blatantly sexual and I'm seven or eight. You know what I mean? It was pretty funny (laughs) thinking about that time period and how obsessed I was and didn't understand most of it, but like knew it was good. Uh I like, you know. Yeah, I don't think they could get away with that as much now. I feel like there would be like internet com- like campaigns from parents. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, even now, I, I read some articles because they're on tour right now. Yeah. And people are not psyched about how they're coming out. Well, what do you mean? Like, apparently their sound is very the sound bad. Has been bad. I know. Yeah. I feel really bad about that. I don't think it's their fault. Well, you were the sound consultant. Yes. And like, I, <laughs> I dropped the ball. <laughs> I feel bad. Um, I think I'm hoping it was just this one Wales show uh-huh. and that they'll get it together because I don't know if in Dublin they had the same issues. I've been very I'm dating a British man right now. We're going to go to London at some point this summer. And I was like, oh, my God. And I have to do the special. Then I forgot that I blacked out like three years ago in Queens and left my passport at a bar. Yes. And <laughs> I literally forgot about like the concept of passports. And I was like <laughs> looking at flights and like tickets and like getting ready to go. And I was like. Oh my god! I like can't leave the country, and it hasn't been an issue for like three years. That's Damn. so sad. 
That's wild. I know. I think you can just get it renewed. Kind also, of is yeah, or not you renewed, can. But you can just get like a copy of it. Well, it did. Ex- I think why I didn't panic at leaving. I mean, somebody had months to commit crimes for sure. Like it didn't <laughs> expire for a little while, but it did expire in like 2017. So like. Were you out of the country when you lost it? No, oh, I was in a okay. story. I mean, okay. you might as so well kind. be. <laughs> <laughs> Same joke. Well, I was in Greece, Mamma Mia. Yeah. It was. Uh, You're going to get to Europe and there's just going to be like, like posters <laughs> of your face all I'm over. I'm wanted in every country. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not going to go to the Spice Girls in London, unfortunately. But I don't know. I hope they get their. Sh- I feel like it can't be them that's what i was worried about i was like are their voices fucked up now but i feel like that can't be the case i feel like it's just european sound technology that's (laughs) all fucked up stop focusing on brexit focus i know come on important shit as far as the dublin show goes uh there was an article about it in the guardian uh spice girls review uh, nostalgia branding and bad British values. That's the title of this bad review. British values. And That's a harsh a title. Laura, uh, Laura Snape's oh, Snape is at it again with the, <laughs> with the evil shit. Uh, gave it a two Snape out of five. on tour. <laughs> Incredible. Uh, let's see here. Uh, of all the things that might have derailed the Spice Girls reunion, a lack of interest wasn't one. There are 80,000 people in Croke Park as their sold out stadium tour commences. Um, Let's see. Nor, uh, mm. nor was Vic- uh, Victoria Beckham's non-participation. The bombshell came this spring when Mel B revealed that she and Jerry Horner had once slept together. Horner denied it, uh, ruining that this came out on Mother's Day of all days. Lesbian revel- revelations perhaps being best saved for, for Father's oh. Day. <laughs> yeah, Because yeah. <laughs> then dads are like, hell yeah. We have to unpack this really quick. I mean, this took over my entire weekend when I heard this. I was like, I don't even know what to do with myself. Of course it was kind of just like to sell tickets, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. But I do think it was true. Also, Jerry is married to this like rich guy. She's living in the country right now. It doesn't make me actively sad, but it kind of does. So, like, yeah. look at her Instagram. She's just so tame. And so, like, yeah, there's not that life in her eyes that mm. I feel like we saw in the Spice Girls. Right. Granted, you know, be a mother. Do what you want to do. But, like, also be young forever. You know yeah, what I mean? Sure. Be what That's I want you to ask. be. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think the storyline they were kind of setting up was like, oh, we hooked up and now Jerry's husband is pissed about it. And like, whatever. I don't know. I don't know how much uh, of that was actively true. Well, she denies it. So who knows? But they made a joke about it while on tour. And apparently it was kind of awkward. Um, I think they were really pushing it because if it was true, I feel like that would have been a real point of contention for the group. And I feel like Victoria, you know. I just imagine her like, "Uh, you guys eating each other out again? You know, just like it'd be like some (laughs) annoying thing that like caused problems on the set of Spice World. You know, it would have been a big deal. It is funny how like when I, when Tommy Googled it a bunch uh, this summer, <laughs> it seemed way hotter. But now hearing that accent, it's like, I bet it would be gross. <laughs> uh, my again. I've been watching Love Island nonstop. I love Love Island. Really? I like me and my girlfriend have binged it for it like wild. the last uh, few weeks and their accents are so disgusting. Sometimes you can't tell what they're saying. I have to put it on It sounds subtitles. like so yeah. you're, they're having a stroke. I don't yeah. know what <laughs> happens. And it's like you black out. You're like, that was not English. But it's crazy, too, on that show, how they just line them up. And they're like, is anyone you fancy? And they're like, 
no, I don't find anyone attractive. And they're just yes. like sick. They just say it right to their faces. Wow. Yeah, that show is that's bad truly fucked up. It, like, it it's, is. It's crazy what they do to these people. And they make everyone sleep together in that's like, the, the weirdest same space. Part. Everyone's fucking in the same room. Yeah. It's crazy. The, the, the fact they make them sleep in the same bed. I mean, they obviously don't always do it. But yeah. like the fact that most of them do. And those challenges where they have to kiss each other all the is time. Is this a real show? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Love Island. It's a lot. It's got a lot of the same values as um, Temptation Island. Yes. Mm-hmm. But it's on each season is like 50 episodes and it's like one of the biggest shows in your like in uh the UK, it's insane. It's it funny that we took The Office from Britain, and then they took Temptation Island from us. <laughs> and we're taking it back. Uh, they watch The Bachelor, and they're like, this is very boring. <laughs> I gotta admit, I mean, I think they're right. They, they, it they, is. What their way is better, it for is sure. Better. But anyways, yeah, the voices <laughs> are insane. Um, but yeah, the the... My point in reading this was that the Dublin show also got bad reviews. I don't know if the oh, sound shit. was just bad or if it was just that they're this person thought they were boring. I will say I would go see this. For sure. In fact, me and Tommy are going to do one live. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Did I not tell you that? No, not yet. Yeah, if the Patreon hits 10,000, <laughs> we're going for it. Um, what was your... Oh, who was your favorite Spice Girl? Tommy? I am like... Uh, I, I was a boy. <laughs> what the fuck? I know, what I, does that mean? I have very Tommy. limited uh, Spice Girl. I wasn't a fan. I, I was like, that's for girls. It wasn't my thing. But you were like a little boy. I was a heteronormative little boy. Oh, <laughs> God. I, uh, yeah, I, I know very little, so that's why I'm excited to hear from a true <laughs> fan today. I loved Spice Girls when they came out. I was really into them. I, was, I had a huge crush on Baby Spice. Um, and Tommy has a huge crush on baby anything. (laughs) (laughs) It was right there. Uh, She was the one who was like for you. You know what I mean? Like they were like, and one for the guys, I guess this one one will be normal and a baby and everyone will love that. So glad that worked on you. I thought Posh was hot in the movie too. I guess that was like most of what the movie is hilarious. The movie. You should watch Spice World. I've never seen Spice World. I you mean, Alan Cummings is in it. Score for uh, for Spice World. What is it? Get take Perfect. a guess, Magman. Um, thirteen percent. Oh wow! All right. Uh, tomato meter thirty five percent. That is the biggest bullshit I've ever heard in my life. It's the most beautiful <laughs> film ever made. It should be awarded. I don't know why. It should win the Oscars every year. It is a fantastic it should film. Win the Oscar every year. <laughs> I'm shocked every year Sorry, when it is snubbed. Oh. <laughs> It'd be great if it was a triple fuck up. Actually, wait, wait no, we read it wrong. It was Spice, Spice World, World again. Weird. Uh, this says Spice World's lack of cohesive plot will likely lose most Whatever. viewers, but for fans of the titular girl group, there's more than enough fun to be had in their wacky, albeit superficial, whirlwind of an adventure. It is a batshit film. It is absolutely. Can you ex- do you remember yeah, describe the plot? to a layman if you can? Okay, so there's there's two guys and they're trying to make a movie about the Spice Girls and just their popularity in general. Uh-huh. But then there's like a secret agent type of thing where it's like a guy following them. And I don't know if they're trying to like kidnap them or something. 
and then like they have one friend who's not in the band and she's pregnant and they just like try to care about oh, her yeah. but they like can't because she's not in the band she's not one of them <laughs> so it sounds like a cohesive plot yeah. yeah and then they're on this sick bus the yeah. whole time the bus is amazing I wish the whole movie was just about the bus do you remember when they run into the aliens too yes that was right. weird this, as hell so long since I've seen it I and saw then the year it came out there's one sense. military part where for no reason they're in a boot camp and posh won't wear pants she wears a dress and she's like right. i'm not doing this it's great that's about I remember it that then I the lady has movie, her baby and it's over i think i saw that movie because it was like what 97 or something like that yeah, yeah 97 so i was like yeah nine or ten and i remember that part where posh refuses to wear pants i was like oh she's like a diva yeah like, and i took that away from the movie like it was Don't real life girls that wear dresses and heels <laughs> and that's the t from seven-year-old town yes um but yeah it's uh an insane film i really want to watch it again but yeah it's 30... tough to find i've really? tried to watch it yeah i wonder if it's on amazon that's a good hmm. question i'd pay i'd pay to see it again for, for sure, sure. But yeah, it uh, it did very well, I believe. Right? Let me. I'm trying to find where I'm box sure. office. Spice World was a number one box office success in the UK, grossing more than 6.8 million during its opening weekend on Boxing Day. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, the film was also successful at the box office in the US, breaking the record at that time for highest ever weekend debut for Super Bowl weekend. That <laughs> that changed pretty quick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With box office sales of 10.5 million dollars the film to- took in total 151 million at the box wow. office worldwide that is insane impressive because they were coming off i believe they only had one album at that point yeah spice world was their second album and i think that they tried to time that at the same time as the movie or maybe that came out after the film now that i'm thinking about Let it because i don't remember spice of your life being in the movie yeah i can't remember now either I think that it came out either around the same time or right after. Yeah. Um, They also, this was something that that got me more into them, is that uh, (laughs) they had a video game that I think we've talked about on this show before that was one of the worst video games I've ever played, but I had so much fun playing it. It's where you made music videos. This is on PlayStation. Whoa. This sounds familiar. You made you like basically directed music videos for their four hit songs at the time, and oh that was God. the whole game. Like you, I think you may have been able to do choreography, but I don't think. How really. do you win that? What is the <laughs> point of that? Exactly. I don't think there was a winning. I think you just did it. Let me. I want to see. Uh, I watched a video like outsourcing of it. their work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What Come up with you a music video? This kid in Indiana actually made an incredible. This video. kid in Indiana. <laughs> uh, I want to look at the reviews for that because I believe it was terrible. I watched a video of someone playing it the other day because I was like, I can't believe that was an actual real game. And the fact that it was is, oh, it got a 2.3 out of 10. <laughs> it was very bad. But um, yeah, there was like nothing you could do in it. But it truly, like, it was right in my wheelhouse. I was like, you got these hot British babes. <laughs> you could be them in video games. And I was in love with the song Wannabe, which didn't make the playlist, by well, the way. Well, the playlist that I made, I was like, I'm going to do deep cuts. Yes. Because I, like I feel it. like everybody knows all of the main songs. Wannabe is, of course, very fun, yeah. but doesn't make cohesive sense as right. a song at all, but very fun. 
Spice Up Your Life is an amazing song. I was thinking, too, like all of these like big cultural moments. Like I think it was like the closing of the Olympics or something where they came out on all those cars to Spice Up Your Life. I don't know if you guys remember that. Oh, wow. It was incredible. (laughs) (laughs) I don't remember that, actually. But I don't know that I I'm remember sure it from magical. the Olympics or just I've seen it on the YouTube. Videos, yeah. Uh, before we get too far into this episode, let's go to Jared. I don't want him to be angry with me that we postponed his thoughts on the band. But uh, he, if you don't know uh, this segment, if you're new to the show, each week we like to go to our dear friend and foe of the podcast, Jared Thompson, uh, the owner of the beautiful Comedy Attic in Bloomington, Indiana, and the fa- co-founder of the Limestone Comedy Festival, where I guess if you're listening to this, I'll have just been there, and it was a great time. Um, but uh, yeah, ch- check that out next year then, I suppose. Uh, but here are Jared's thoughts on the Spice Girls. Sending the Spice oh, Girls. My bad. What's up, y'all? It's this week's they went to Jared. The boys are going to have a guest on defending the Spice Girls. Um, I feel like I've maybe we did this. I don't know, but I, I feel like I've already said what I'm getting ready to say, which is, you know, they came around at a time where, like, you know, there was probably female empowerment in other music. Uh, you know, like Madonna, for instance, I'm sure was a good, you know, influence on certain you know, people at the time that she was around that, you know, men are not, you know, entitled to everything, um, which is obviously true. The Spice Girls, I feel like we're a little bit more like saying it exactly. Like they sort of made it seem like that women are people in a way that like at least popular music hadn't necessarily done a lot of yet. So... Obviously, musically, I'm not going to listen to the Spice Girls. My wife really liked them when she was young and would probably go see them in concert, you know, just for, like, nostalgia reasons. But to me, this is, like, acceptable. You know, that's the best I can say. Like, who gives a shit if I think it's acceptable or not, of course. But my point is, is that, like, I would listen to this, you know, nine out of ten times over, you know, like, just shitty mall punk or... um you know, anyway, it's it had its place. It seems like it was sort of like a good precursor to other like female empowerment um, artists uh, who probably wouldn't have been able to be as outspoken without this existing first. So that's good. Anyway, all right, I'll talk to you guys later. Thanks. All right, thank you, Jared. Those were Jared's thoughts. Wow, Jared. <laughs> Acceptable. Okay. No, you don't understand. That was shocking. Jared Thompson. Club really, owner. he hates everything? Yeah. yeah, yeah. That being said, no matter yes. what I say, Jared, I will do your club, and thank you so much. Uh, and by the but, way, if you, the listener, wants to headline the club, like once again, email Jared. That's J-E-R-R-O-D at comedyaddict.com <laughs> and uh, say, hey, I demand a headline, and that's how everybody gets their work. There. Perfect. <laughs> I mean, he does make a fair point. Um, I you knew we were going to get into feminism, but it was really it, the first show of outward feminism. I think where they were saying the word feminism. I mean, girl power is pretty, uh, you know, just straight shot. Uh, so that, I think that was what he was trying to say uh, sure. in when he said 
telling people that women are people. Uh, <laughs> I thought that was profound. I think Pitchfork should hire him. Uh, just kidding. Love you, Jared. Um, yeah, but that was, I mean, a, ma- a huge reason of why I liked them. And I think why most girls like them is because nobody was saying that. Uh-huh. In, we're also getting fed at the same time period, Backstreet Boys and InSync. You know sure. what I mean? Or just, I guess, directly after. Yeah, I mean, and like, this, they were a, a, an industry answer, basically, to totally, boy bands. to their boy bands. Yeah. Which I'm always fascinated by this process of, like, they auditioned 400 women yeah. for the Spice Girls. Uh-huh. They had one other chick named Michelle who was originally in it, and the band was originally called Touch. Isn't that the grossest <laughs> that touch thing you have ever heard? I that feel yeah. molested by the <laughs> word well, touch being a band. Oh, if it was fuck. touch world. Touch world. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's God. so gross. It's so touch. gross. But touch they had a song called life. Sugar and Spice. I Wikipedia. Yeah, touch up your life, you. <laughs> Scary touch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh god, baby, <laughs> touch it. So bad. It keeps oh, getting all bad. All bad. Oh god. Oh, Ew. Man. Posh touch is probably a business yeah, uh, yeah. in London, but that's the only acceptable one. Ginger touch is really yeah. They're all awful. bad. Oh, yeah, I god. think baby touch and scary touch go. They're, they're the Those same the, person. Yeah. Both Fuck. phrases used in court against me. <laughs> hey, you're embracing it. <laughs> that was a problem. <laughs> Gross. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, I always think yeah. it's wild when these bands like didn't know these people had, were strangers to each other, yes. and they literally just like. I think all the Spice Girls had to live together. They're really their early twenties. Yeah, I think, and supposedly there were like no contracts up top, and yeah, Pasha's and dad they, was yeah. like, "You need to sign something. Like, what is going to happen with this?" And then wow. you know, they did like a huge showcase that uh, they got. They garnered a lot of interest, and that put pressure on the label that they were put together by to give them a contract because and because of Pasha's, uh, Pasha's dad. Um, he goes by Pasha's dad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my father is Mr. Posh. <laughs> Mr. Posh. <laughs> Call me just by my last name. <laughs> Call me by your name. Why not? <laughs> uh, they were also originally, I mean, before, not originally, they were originally called Touch, but before they were called Spice Girls, they were just, they were trying to just be Spice, but there was already, a, uh, I think, an R&B singer named uh, Spice. I, I can't totally remember, but yeah. To think there was uh, these people, these girls were just on the table for a while, no contract. Yeah, it's almost it's like wild. me and Tommy with no network. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> Bullshit. Yeah, just waiting. Get Pasha's yeah. dad on. Maybe he can <laughs> pull some strings for That's you guys. That's a good idea. Hey, mm-hmm. if you're Pasha's dad, or if you have any connection to him, <laughs> <laughs> we will give you a free subscription to the Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> All the bonus ups you could want, Mr. Posh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so 96, 97 comes around. Wannabe. Were you, did you, were you on board immediately? Yeah, I was trying to think about that on the way over here. Like, when did I first, like, hear them? I honestly don't remember. I literally just remember it being a part of my life, like, forever, kind of. Like, yeah. I don't remember a first moment, but, like, I would say, like, Third, fourth, fifth grade, like it was just like 
one of my main CDs. Do you want to hear it? This is very embarrassing, but I feel like this is the podcast to tell it on. Hell my yeah. first three CDs when I got like a boom box. I was so excited. Spice Girls, mm-hmm. Dave Matthews Band, Crash, <laughs> and Jewel. Like that one like yes. really emotional <laughs> Jewel album. Hell <laughs> and yeah. I'm like, Eight That's just funny. like yes. <laughs> I, this I don't very know. day just threw a small fit that at uh, the limestone karaoke party they don't have Jewel on the because pl- Jewel you were meant for me is like all that I oh sing. Oh my god, it's, it's so good, it's so fun. It will gut you. Exactly. I learned how to play it on guitar, and I was like, I have to stop practicing this because it's just making me sad. Uh, <laughs> just playing it over and over again. It's fucked up. Oh, I will say, Dave Matthews, last night at uh, around twelve forty-five, I went out to go to the bathroom, and I heard from the basement where Tim McLaughlin, frequent guest, lives. The song Ants Marching Loudly Playing and him <laughs> singing along. Dang. And I don't know why he was alone down there. <laughs> it was very weird. Listening to that JD. is strange. I mean, terrifying. Not, man. that's the most dignified way to listen to Dave Matthews for sure. Alone in the dark, loudly but alone. In the basement you live in. <laughs> yeah. In only the basement. basement. <laughs> there you under Tommy Mac. <laughs> yeah, I do I think uh, Wannabe is a perfect pop song, and I will not. It is. I definitely liked it. I liked that song when I was a kid, for sure. And I feel like I had this very surface-level knowledge of them, and that was like, this is a great song. You can't yeah. argue with that. I liked it way more than Spice Up Your Life. but Yeah. Hmm. I, I really liked... I don't think there was a Spice Girls song that I heard that I didn't like. It's just that I remember really loving Wannabe. It's and I don't know exactly why. You can't put think, that in the playlist. I feel... I just felt like I had to expand the portfolio sure, for you sure. guys. Let's, let's, listen, let's listen to some songs. Oh, let's you listen to a little wannabe just as a baseline. Just to, get, just to, get just to what everybody's, you know, appetite for the for the deep cuts, you know. Um, I'm looking for it now. I should have loaded this up probably before. Uh, but it's the top hit. Here's wannabe. <laughs> Yo! that it doesn't work cohesively. I mean, yeah. It's a lot of different directions. That's true. Also, like, if you want to be my lover, we're talking probably just a sexual partner. Right. She wants to involve that person in her friend group. Also <laughs> saying, get with. That could be right. misconstrued. Also, friendship never ends. Oh, that's not true I'm going to want to say yeah. does end sometimes. And also, the person that you're fucking, probably not going to put that in that category. Right, you know what I mean? Right. It's just really all over the place. It, that is but that makes that such a bop. But I feel like lover, pro- they probably mean like, you know, like permanent lover or whatever. But 
Yeah. Maybe not if they don't. That's they true. Don't. I like the part where it says, "If you want to get with me, better make it better fast, make it fast because that inspired premature ejaculation for a whole generation. generation of men. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not my fault. You said make it fast. Specifically, <laughs> what you said. But then they say make it last forever, not thirty seconds later, and it's very well, confusing. What is forever? <laughs> I have a job. I have to go. It is, you know, counterintuitive. Let's, let's also let's hear some songs from the let's let's hear a song from the playlist. All also, right. okay. So the first song you sent us is "Who Do You Think You Are." This is from the first album. Something I often say to Tom. Who do you think you are? All right. This is "Who Do You Think You Are." Funky. to me i just did not picture them having a song that sounded I know. like that I, that's why i put it on there exactly what you said very funky yes they like i think people don't give them credit and granted i don't know who the fuck wrote these songs i don't know who came up with these i don't know if it was them but like they do have a range of like influence yeah and like party fucking music like you disco could put that vibes, on now yeah. yeah some disco if you put that on at a house party there's not gonna be one person who's not really excited I mean, there's probably going to be some people that don't like it. Or, like, what is this? But I think everyone's going like, <laughs> to get into it after the chorus and then be like, I guess, cool. Every <laughs> single person is going to love this, except oh, there's going to be some people who fucking hate it. Well, this is how you're influenced by the Spice Girls. You'll contradict yourself <laughs> seconds after you say something. <laughs> and then I'll just be like, fuck did. my friends! And I'm like... <laughs> Uh, forever <laughs> it's my friends forever according to the wikipedia uh and sorry this is the liberal that's wikipedia. in the wikipedia yeah. everything i said this is liberal wikipedia <laughs> not the new conservative wikipedia that apparently is coming uh this was written by this was written by the group members with Paul Wilson and Andy Watkins uh also known as absolute i guess they also have a band uh the, and uh, the song is heavily influenced by early 90s Europop and has a new disco style beat that mm-hmm. resembles the music of the late 70s. God damn. Yeah. Very good. Apparently, uh, it got Jerry Hollowell a, a lot of um, compliments on her voice from critics. Like, e- even the critics loved this song. So, there you go. Great. Commercial success. Uh, it was So, this was on the first album. Mm hmm. Let's see here. Yeah, great song. 
It's a good song, right? That's, that's a good Little song. Bob. Anybody is going to love that song. <laughs> Every human person. I mean, some people are going to detest <laughs> some it. Some people, not so much. <laughs> Maybe that's why if they all wrote every one of the songs, then they were just yelling over each other different lines and they just put all of it in. So it's some mixed signals from different perspectives. <laughs> uh, so that was Who Do You Think You Are? Let's hear... Oh, I've got these all. Oh, th- you made a whole playlist here. Is oh, two become one. Let's hear. Let's hear a little two become one. What a song. Wow. So let's just go back to America. Like two years ago, they're like, oh, Britney Spears, virgin. Jessica Simpson, also a virgin. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. They're literally like women who know themselves asking to be fucked. And then across the pond, we're like, you have to wear a little ring yeah. or else yeah. this record label's like, I think it's fucking wild. I'm just a woman standing in front of a man asking, asking to be to fucked. fucked. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. They've apparently updated the lyrics to this song to make it more inclusive. Uh, and now they... Not boys and girls they don't look make it good boys together. And girls, yeah, they say they used to say any deal that we endeavor, boys and girls feel good together. Now it's once again, if we endeavor, love will bring us back together. Okay. And uh, someone ex- someone commented that they did change that, but they didn't change in spice up your life. They say a yellow man from Timbuktu. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, you're right. <laughs> I never noticed that. Uh, also, this is on songfacts.com. Uh, dot com. This was the first of the Spice Girls' three consecutive number one British Christmas singles. <laughs> what? <laughs> what is the Christmas part of this? <laughs> this is about Santa um, and Mrs. Claus. Oh, <laughs> that explains it. It's a lot of, there's a lot of subtlety. <laughs> the two become one in the sleigh. <laughs> uh, yeah. What a song. Christmas. What a song. That is wild. I was trying to think if they have an official British. Christmas album or anything but i guess it's I just this one do. yeah, yeah. Um, they're like no we nailed it <laughs> to become one <laughs> uh let's see here the song this went to uh, uk number one at the same time of the release of their debut album spice uh both the song and the album stayed at number one during the christmas of 96 so maybe it's during yeah, christmas that makes more sense <laughs> this says british christmas singles but then it also says 
the Spice Girls were one of uh, only three artists to have a single and an album at number one during Christmas. I, I think mean, do they even have Christmas in England? What's going That's on a over good there? Point. They, they don't just know. have Boxing Day. In, yeah. uh, in Harry Potter, it always pissed me off when they said Happy Christmas. Happy Christmas. <laughs> oh, shut the fuck up. There's Christmas at Hogwarts, but nowhere else in the country. <laughs> Go snog yourself. We want to say shout out to our British listener. There's got to be one. Yep. Yeah, we got some British listeners. Hey, hey if guys. you're from across the pond, why don't you give us a little shout out, huh? Yeah. By tweeting at us. By the way, I want to. Uh, speaking of Twitter, I just thought of this because right before the podcast, I was dealing with it. I made a statement uh, earlier on the show <clears throat> about Lil Nas X and that I didn't like the song. I completely take it back. Wow. I love Lil it's Nas great. X. His Twitter is fucking hilarious. His so that Drake thing was a bit. Yes. Okay. Which yeah, is yeah, hilarious. Yeah. That's very funny. That's the thing. It's like he he put out an album cover for his album that is exactly Drake's album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That where he's like in the clouds or whatever. Oh my god! And he go, he accused people of like uh, he said, "Oh yeah, as soon as you get on top, people want to take you down." He goes, "If you look, I'm looking up <laughs> in my picture, and the clouds are slightly bluer or whatever." It's very funny. funny. I'm a big fan now. <laughs> uh, this is a pro Lil Nas X show. Please come on the show, Lil Nas. Little Nas X, we love you. Um, what are your thoughts on Old Country Road? I think it's fun as hell. It's fun. I don't and know I, why I was such I'm a glad Billy Ray Cyrus like left his house to do it. <laughs> That's probably good for him. I liked it. Did you see Kim Kardashian's daughter made like a little music video to it? Oh wow, she is a wild. We call bitch. her Kanye West's daughter in this house. <laughs> <laughs> she she has more characteristics of Kanye for sure. She was like Kim walks out with like a little like guitar and she's like, "No, you're doing it wrong." And Kim just like turns around and walks out of the video and she's not in it again. And the rest oh of it is God. her. It's so funny. She like bullies Kim Kardashian pretty hard. Hell yeah, yeah, wow. and all of them. Chloe too. It's cool. Hell yeah. Sounds like she'd be good at the Spice Girls video game. I think yes. so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's hear some of Love Thing. Another Wait, thing. I don't know if I, I keep put, calling Tom. Did I pick Love Thing? <laughs> did you, right. It might just be, it says Spice. That's fine. Play oh, maybe it. this is just the album. That might just oh, be I think that's it. Because that's we while you're looking, I mean, I'm sure, yeah, sure it's great. I'm sure it's... I mean, love thing. I put love it on the playlist bad. because. Um, oh, this is beautiful. This is Viva Forever. This is from the movie, right? Or from the soundtrack? I think this is from the Spice World album. Right, right, right. But I don't know if it's in the film. Spirit I gave you, we don't need just begun. 
sucks so much. <laughs> Wait for it. <laughs> no, I was wrong. That's it. I don't think anyone knows what hasta manana means in the song. That's like the Terminator used to say, right? Hasta manana, baby. baby. Yeah, I mean, baby spice. I was trying. <laughs> it works. <laughs> I was like, what is the point of this song? And then I really listened to it. I was like, okay, it's a breakup song. But then you're literally saying, that's you tomorrow, right? That's the funniest shit ever. Also, there's a video on YouTube, Pavarotti and Friends, 1998. Yeah. Eudora Peterson opened her solo show with this. It is really worth a watch. Can we play uh, it? For yes. the viewers. Yeah, We're going to play it. text thread. Great. So let me find it here. It's um, really something. He seems right at home with them. <laughs> uh, he is just oh, there might be an ad. oddly grinning. Yeah, there's should really an ad before it. All right, whatever. Um, oh, no, there's not. Here we are. <laughs> the crowd work is really sweet. I wonder how many people here are cheering for Pavarotti right now. He's just on stage with them right now. (laughs) (laughs) She's dead. Incredible! That's very, that was definitely worth watching. I, you, if, I, you obviously can't see it. Uh, his face is really. His face is so happy. Funny. He's <laughs> not experienced joy before that. He's, <laughs> he's smiling so hard. What's weird is they're all dancing and he's just standing there silently, <laughs> looking for at so them, long. smiling. <laughs> they what, they're cutting the like girls with posters of the Spice Girls. There should just be one like forty year old dude with a Pavarotti yeah, poster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's dressed exactly like Pavarotti. I've, we're going to count that as the one on the playlist, by the way. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah for yeah, sure. Yeah. That, was, which, that was way better. That was incredible. Yeah. I loved it. <laughs> I'm so happy we got there. I do want to say the first comment on this song is, uh, yo, 50 Cent ain't got nothing on this shit. Viva forever. Now that's deep. Won't find me in a club because I'm listening to Spice Girls. Holla at your boy. <laughs> That's that was dank my Lord soul game, mate. So. I think <laughs> I'm gonna contact him. <laughs> <laughs> 
People love this song online. There's a lot of comments on this one. People don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm defending it. It's a beautiful song, and it's genius wordsmith. Yes, genius. Yeah. It is genius wordsmith. <laughs> uh yeah, it's, <laughs> it's a, it makes me cry. I can't understand why it just seems to nerve. It, the sound at the beginning reminded me of Keen. You guys, you guys know Keen? I know that Keen. Somewhere yeah. Only we, yep, no. yep. yeah, it was just a totally different vibe from what I did not expect that song from I them, know. There's so much range. Yeah. You think Pavarotti tried to smash? Definitely. I think Pavarotti <laughs> smashed. He's Definitely. the one who corroborated that Mel B thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it is funny that it's like, that's, very similar to the Moby thing. It is. Melby, Moby. Ooh. Something Conspiracy. there. Uh, all right. Well, that was Pavarotti. <laughs> 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 Somebody should come defend Pavarotti on the show. <laughs> Someone would like him. <laughs> Let's hear uh, If You Can't Dance. If you can't dance, if you can't dance, if you can't dance, if you can't dance. If you can't dance to this, you can't do nothing for me, baby. If you can't dance, if you can't dance, if you can't dance, if you can't dance, if you can't dance to this, you can't do nothing for me, baby. Now we got the flavor, the bad behavior, the rhythm, the melody, the juice for you to savor. We're rocking and vibing, but somebody's driving. You need to take a tip, so it out, get a grip. Whenever I go out, wherever it may be, never is a Rekiana, but a dude looking at me. But then even if I disco, is a loser on the dance floor. Take a deep breath, count one, two, three. song yes it is rude but that song would hurt my feelings if i were in the club for sure it's not kind uh but people forget that the spice girls did rap in somewhat infrequently but um sure i thought i should represent that in the playlist uh his slamming moves were out of time can't you just feel the groove why don't you move Mm -hmm. it's easy can't you see damn we all had a great rebuttal 3-6 Mafia and their song Side to Side, which is all about just standing in the club with your arms folded, moving side to side. You know what he says? What's that? I don't dance in the city where I'm from. I wear the pants. Wow. Ooh. That's what I'd like to say. I'm all about that. Yeah. I think that was in direct response to the song, <laughs> is the thing. I mean, it's a beautiful song. I think that where it was like the closer of the first album, and I felt like a bop... Uh, in its own right. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. Good for you. Yeah, that one is a little rough. <laughs> I do like that. What is that like? <laughs> what was what? that noise? You know what I'm talking about? That noise in there? Maybe that was my stomach. It was just going. Oh, yeah. Every once in a while. It sounded like a car engine revving or something like that. There's a lot. It's very well produced. I really enjoy it. Songs. 
That noise, I mean. <laughs> Before we get uh, much further, because we're already most of the way through the playlist, we have uh, about. I feel like we should do. I don't think I put on there spice up your life, but I feel like we should spice up your life. We should. Let's do it. Let's do. Yeah, let's do that real fast before we jump into Facebook. <laughs> spice up your life. If you want to feel fun. Is that it? That's exactly what it goes. We played it. <laughs> <laughs> going on there's so much there's whistles yeah it's it's a lot it's a lot it's really a lot i just read an article spice up your life isn't about what you think it is and you'll never listen the same way again oh my god what is it give a hint we'll try and get so here's where we start what do you think the lyrics mean uh she says everything is free so communism That's oh, my theory. <laughs> Did I get it? That's, no, that's not it. Melissa, <laughs> well, what do you think? I think it's about different levels of hot sauces at Taco Bell. <laughs> I think it's encouraging the fire. The sales are probably down. They have an abundance of the fire one, and nobody's getting that. So it's capitalism. Wow, these are really uh, <laughs> differing viewpoints here. <laughs> Wait a second. I'm starting to realize this may be a joke article. <laughs> God what does it damn say? It. So, uh, what's says, the source, first of all? Uh, throwbacks.com, uh-huh. where my number one news source, yep. by the way. And this article was published on my birthday. Uh, <laughs> so that plays <laughs> cool into talk. this. <laughs> uh, according to this, uh, this song is about drugs. So, Ooh. yeah, it's a theory circulated Academy. on the web. That's the only drug British people do. <laughs> <laughs> it says, yes, you read that right. The song supposedly contains instructions for cooking crystal meth. Whoa. And the lyrics, slam it to the left and shake it to the right are steps in the meth cooking process. Definitely. <laughs> if it's not a joke, it's dumb as hell. <laughs> this is why it was featured on Breaking Bad every <laughs> that's episode. <laughs> that's exactly what the, that's what made me think it was a joke. Because it says the song was played during a key scene in the third season of Breaking Bad. And proponents of this theory use this to support their argument. The Spice Girls and the songwriters they worked with never bothered to comment on the theory, but we hope for our sake that they will issue an explanation someday. So it seems like this might actually be a real th- like thought, but it it's probably just dumb as shit. I mean, anyone cooking meth, are they like paying attention to left and right at that point? Like That seems a little... I'll tell you who's not paying attention to left no. and right. The news media these days. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I... Don't think anybody. That's like that song. Um, 
follow me from Uncle Cracker. When I was a kid, people were told me that that was about heroin, and I don't know if that's actually true. Well, swim through your veins like a fish in the sea. Yeah, oh, that's shit. the only line Argument. I think yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. A line that I always found gross even as a young man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah. Uh, uh, all right, well, we'll never know the truth. <laughs> I defend. I'm going to say know. the Spice Girls did not make or sell Crystal <laughs> Malice. Am I positive? No, but I think their names would have been weirder if they were all cooking meth. <laughs> hey, Beckham, come tell us what's yeah. the truth. We should talk about David Beckham a little bit for a second. He is way hotter than his one age-appropriate son. I'm sure that's difficult for him. Now, what Vicky can't move her fucking son? face. It's crazy. I feel like yeah. he is sucking the blood out of his entire family to get hotter and hotter while <laughs> oh, they all theory. die a slow death. Oh, my God. Just kidding. I don't know. But he really looks... Way better than the rest of the He's family. So funny if we got sued by David Beckham, <laughs> you He's just already had to me. keep prying. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, in addition to going to Jared, uh, we also go to my Facebook friends uh, to get their thoughts on the bands we talk about. Kelly McKinney writes, Scary is the best spice. Ginger is great, too. Posh is overrated, and I'm glad they're touring without her. I saw their first reunion tour like eight years ago, and people just lost their shit to her walking down the stage catwalk style and not singing. Interesting. Damn. Joe List writes, What about (laughs) discussing the idea of an all-male reboot called Spice Boys? Pros, cons, who would be in the group? who would break free and go solo like Beyonce did from the Spice Girls. Just some thoughts. Hey, Joe, what about responding to my emails to do the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What about that? Huh? Well, then he writes, he then writes, two likes? Yikes. I thought this was going to be huge. <laughs> Uh, Mike Carraza, who made our wonderful theme song, writes, I remember having Spice Girls trading cards and being called gay for it when I was a kid. Their music is fun. Um, pretty wild. I, I didn't realize they had trading cards. It's how, how do you make a full pack? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like there's five, five that's, cards. Yeah. That's a so great funny. Point. <laughs> they had so much merch. It was yeah. wild. There's like, a, oh, I got a Most Pavarotti th- card. <laughs> Most of the cards are just uh, water drips and fire <laughs> emojis, like the Pokemon. Yeah. Uh, Matt Fishman writes, I lost my virginity to two become one. Gross. Uh, <laughs> the Pavarotti one, of course. <laughs> oh, Johnny Rosenberger writes, at least once a week, I think about how racist the line Yellow Man and Timbuktu mm-hmm. from Spice Up Your Life is. That's Thank like the, you. Uh, in the Born in the USA, the, the trying to kill the yellow man line. When you see some people singing that, and you're like, you're, you're singing that for the wrong reason. That's the reason. only yeah. line I sing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's an it's outlet, like, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Corinne Fisher writes, LOL, you know I do. we got to read that one. She's a former champ. Um, Jasmine Ellis, uh, fellow, she'll be at Limestone. This again, one, I keep forgetting it's going to be too late. Uh, they were perfect in every way imaginable. The mm-hmm. fact that they were in a terrible <laughs> movie with Norm from Cheers makes them legends. Well, uh, that is one thing we forgot to talk about. One of the guys making the movie is Norm. What? Yeah. I did not realize that. Is that is shocking. There's a whole other Boston subplot that not a lot of people get into. Wait, but this, <laughs> this sounds like the biggest shit show. I didn't need it to watch so it. It is so good. We really need to watch it. And yeah. he has this whole like kind of monologue where he goes, we're cooking jambalaya or like something crazy. Crystal mess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he keeps winking when he says jambalaya. Yeah. <laughs> 
a couple people said first concert. Um, I bet that would have been incredible. Did I you mean, see I him as a kid? I didn't, no. Damn. I wish I did. Brandon Ream writes, Sporty has the best voice. Mm. Interesting. Mm. Um, let's see here. Kim Nicole writes, the Spice Girls bus is not an, is, I think she means is now an Airbnb, I'm pretty sure. I did see that. That's crazy. That It is absolutely bad shit. I mean, it is the coolest bus ever. There was like a swing on it. There was, that's really all I remember. But it was cool looking. It's a double decker and it's like hollowed out. Oh, wow. It's very cool. <laughs> I wonder it's how like much that costs. Probably a lot. It has to be Can a you lot. Google Should we really look it quick? up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And then we'll do a guessing game. I love it. Great call. Good idea, Tommy. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> You've had a rough day. I'll stop calling you a pedophile for a couple minutes. <laughs> well, you dropped the charges. <laughs> <laughs> that I cannot do. <laughs> uh, all right. Spice Girls, Airbnb. Let's see. That's a video. Okay. I found how much the Spice Girls Airbnb costs for a night, I believe. For one night. Uh, this is in the run-of-the-mill Airbnb. I'm not going to read it. I'll let you guys guess. I'm just making sure this is exactly what it is. Uh, officially opens for, up for booking on May 22nd at 8 a.m. British summertime. The bus will be available in Lum- London's <laughs> Wembley Park on June 14th and 15th. And an overnight stay will cost blank. This is I, and this I'll is say Brit- in, British in America. Summertime. I'll say it in America. Okay, what's that? Because it's yeah, British, it is summertime. British summertime. <laughs> British which is, summertime, which is our winter. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you guys want to take a guess? Okay, one night. Uh, I went first for the last guess in game, so you go okay. first. Okay, I'm going to say like twenty five thousand pounds. Okay. Is it in pounds or uh, USD? I have both, but let's let's say American. American? Yeah, okay. just just because I don't know if this is actually pounds that I'm looking at. Okay. I stay with 25,000 or 50,000. Wait. <laughs> How much is this? I just this felt like, like 25,000 when I said that sounds low now. Okay, let me go in the middle and say 40,000. You'd be so bad at haggling. I know. <laughs> fine. All right, I'll fine, give you 50 bucks fine. for 100 bucks. Uh, it's low. <laughs> okay, you said 600. You're, you're final saying offer. 40,000. Um, 40,000. Okay. All right, I am going to lowball and say. Eleven thousand dollars for one night. You're both, you're both like, too high. So wrong. What? You're both too high. This is insane. It's under. Is it under five thousand? It is under How? five thousand. Okay, well, guess again. Yeah, I'll guess go first. Again. I'm gonna go. It's two thousand five hundred dollars. <laughs> I'm going to say 50000 again. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> 100000 <laughs> You don't understand. Um, <laughs> this is where we find out that Melissa has like, numeral <laughs> dyslexia. dyslexia yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, 3500 Okay. $2,500, $3,500. Both too high. Is it Shut under $1,000? It is under $1,000. Why are we Why? not doing this? Why is it though? I think I'm just gonna tell you, it's 127. That can't be real. And no, it's, it's not. it says uh, the overnight stay. Uh, it's it's all about having fast reflexes and luck to book it. I would 127. I'd pay that That's to stay so on any dumb. bus. <laughs> I know. I think I paid more for a mega bus one time. Honestly, 
an overnight. <laughs> That's according to today.com. So, you know, take it up with the crew from Who the that Today Matt Show. Lauer? Yeah. Oh, that's probably that's probably That's it. probably the price if you let him push that button. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> he sponsors the Matt show. Matt Lauer now, has Tommy. to stay in the Did I not tell you oh, he, we have a new 50,000 or no, we have a new $127 level <laughs> on the Patreon where we won't uh do libel on you or uh, <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> uh yeah no mad was a piece of shit anyway uh that is 127 dollars so jump in there wow that's stupid <laughs> <laughs> so i think we just have a couple songs left 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 let's uh let's listen to them Never give up on the good times, which is what I said good when message. Tommy said mm-hmm. he wasn't going to mm-hmm. drink tonight. <laughs> <laughs> This one, yeah, <laughs> they do. they're just pouring champagne. <laughs> they love it. That's why I picked this for the dramatic story right at the top. <laughs> Baby's on the way. What is happening? It's a really. Uh, they set it up with a almost a knob a telenovela up yes. top. Ooh, good one. I gotta say, I really enjoyed that song. It's fun. I right? did too. I like that fun. one. I've, I've, it's I've a never, disco-y uh, fun. It picked yeah. up in a fun way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've never dabbled in the world of Euro pop. Well, but I feel like that's a lot of this. <laughs> it is. Time to dabble, baby. <laughs> We're just going to become Euro pop freaks. Yeah, <laughs> taking that K. All right. Uh, taking that K. Let me so, get one K. <laughs> <laughs> one K, please. Uh, oh, that's all the songs. I forgot you sent us five, so we can count. Do you want to do one more? We can. Yeah, let's listen to one last one. We don't have to. Or we can count one. Or we can either count well, wannabe, or we can count... Well, we're going to count Pavarotti's instead of the other one. Totally. So we have room for one more, or you can count Spice Up Your Life or Wannabe. Which ones do you have in front of you? Uh, this like, is just what's oh, on Spice on World. But just I, can go I feel to, like you could do... This is the, like, the top right, five the top or ones. I mean, Stop is very fun. Play that, because I don't remember it. Let's hear Stop. Which is something I say to Tommy all the time stop. when he's banging on my door. <laughs>
It was a cute one. That was Fun great. One. Yeah. Fun That's more song. my speed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you're all over yeah, the I think map. you're very you much dis- disco culture, too. Thank yeah. you very much. You're yeah. welcome. <laughs> it's still Europoppy for sure. But a little, um, I don't know what that is. Almost like a American sound to it, kind of. Maybe mm-hmm. I'm just a, a jingoist. It is be. a jingle. <laughs> I'm a jingoist. Like. Oh, <laughs> You said jingle, like it you sounds like a commercial. Sing, jingo is how piece, people <laughs> from Europe say jingo, <laughs> jingle. Jingo. Jingo. <laughs> you oh proper fit with so your jingo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was incredible. <laughs> wow. That's the playlist, baby. Uh, so before we... Uh, we got to do final, final defense. Final defense. Oh, Melissa, final you defense. Had anything you wanted to say that you didn't uh, get across yet, or just a summation? What? It's up to you. Okay, feminist leaders of the world, Spice Girls. I mean, they were just fun chicks. It was like they were being full personalities. They w- didn't seem to be like controlled in any way. You can tell by like their interviews how much fun they're having. I think the, you know. The influence that they had on like female sexuality was very cool. It comes through in their songs and not, you know, any, you know, over the top kind of way. I think they were just influential on all fronts. They call it the second British invasion. And that's like before the actual British like infiltrating America. This was more important than that. And that's widely regarded in history books and amongst historians. So it's uh, it's there's really no argument. That's fair. Yeah. And I, you know, that was powerful. They, <laughs> their tro- their Trojan horse came in the way of five beautiful women who who, uh, mm-hmm. who took our hearts and took our ears. <laughs> Also, good? also beautiful, <laughs> and so beautiful. <laughs> Who was I listening to the other day? No, you know they're fine. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't know. I feel weird that I said that. I was kidding, but um, no, I really liked that. Do you want to go first? You want me to? I think I went first last time. Okay, then I'll go first. I, you know, I really like the Spice Girls. I have a good time when I'm listening to them. Are we counting Stop as the six? Or are we counting? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Right. Yeah. yeah I think so. Works. Stop's great. Um, who do you think you are? Never give up on the good times. I really liked uh, Viva Forever with Pavarotti. I'm going to go 4.75 out of 6 on this. On this. I that really seems very it. low, Tom. No, that's high. That's, that's high? high. Okay. Yeah, You're going to hate so. what I say. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, I'm going to go 3. Um, but I was very... Uh, it, it's not for me, but I, I was uh, impressed by the diversity of sounds that I heard. I didn't really know what they sounded like outside of like wannabe honestly <laughs> so i was like oh shit this is a lot more interesting than i thought it would be and uh i loved stop i love the Pavarotti one and i really i liked... mean everybody likes the Pavarotti one that's very basic <laughs> of you tommy oh I'm, I'm nothing if not basic uh <laughs> never give up on the good times i thought that was great was great song. so those are my three and i thought this was very fun very fun time was it, what do you great. write the playlist what's that what do you give the playlist out of six six be Definitely. Surprised. Not everybody gives their playlist six. Oh, really? I would yeah. say if I had to change one, I think I was initially when I was going through earlier very excited about the rap on "If You Can't Dance," but I think that's really <laughs> all that track has is just the beginning of it. 
I would maybe sub it out for Spice Up Your Life, but it, it's like you got to play the B-sides. No, you got to follow your heart. Yeah. And uh, we're glad you did. Thanks so much for coming Thank on. Thank you for having me. What a great time. Is there anything you want to plug before you get the hell out of It'll here? It'll be out a week from today. Okay, great. Yeah, if you're in Brooklyn, um, we're doing a parody musical of Fiddler on the Roof. Very similar themes to the Spice Girls. Uh, the... Jewish people that were forced to leave their land. Um, <laughs> so if you like that, you're going to love Filler on the Rooftop Bar. It's at the Bell House on uh, June 18th. Yeah, yeah, go to that. Yeah. Uh, and everything's just on my Twitter at M underscore S-T-O-K-S. Awesome. Uh, I will be hosting for the album recording of one Tommy McNamara, June 13th. Yes, Pavarotti will be there. Pavarotti's going to be standing on stage <laughs> next to me. <laughs> Smiling. <laughs> Smiling lovingly at Tom. Uh, I'll also be running uh, everything from the album tomorrow, if you're listening to this when it comes out, at the Lincoln Lodge in Chicago. So if yeah. you're there, go to that. And if you're in New York, buy tickets to that album recording. Hell yeah. All right. That's going to do it for this episode. Uh, if you're not on the Patreon already, get on there. We're doing a new thing where we have the guests for most of the episodes follow up with an artist that isn't as made fun of but we want to talk about we're going to do carly ray jepson here in just a minute so hop on over there uh all right keep it crispy bye